This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, over the weekend, Alabama Senator Richard Shelby has made it publicly known where he stands with President Joe Biden's nominee for the U.S. Supreme Court. Shelby said he will not be voting in favor of confirming Kentaji Brown-Jackson to that position. Shelby has met with Jackson and said that in those meetings, Jackson did not alleviate his concerns when it comes to her judicial philosophy, temperament, position on court packing, and prior sentencing record as a judge. Jackson was nominated by Biden after Stephen Breyer made it known in January of this year that he plans to retire by this coming summer. The Senate is expected to vote on Jackson before the end of the month of April. A prison warden is now on mandatory leave from the Limestone Correctional Facility. The Alabama Department of Corrections announced action has been taken against Deborah Tony starting on March 21st and for 10 work days. A spokesperson for the ADOC says that Tony's leave is deemed an internal personal matter within the agency. State law requires an employee to be placed on leave while they're under investigation on a matter that may require further disciplinary actions. The body of a missing Florida woman is found in Alabama. Cassie Carley was buried in a shallow grave in St. Clair County. A search warrant was conducted at a barn outside of Birmingham by the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's deputies, and that is when Carly's body was found. She was last seen in Navarre, Florida on March 27th. Carly was meeting up with her ex-husband, Marcus Benevolo, in order to make a custody swap of their child. Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson says that the St. Clair County property is connected to Spinevolo, and that is what prompted the search of the barn. Murder charges are expected to be issued against the ex-husband. Spinevolo is currently being held in a Tennessee jail awaiting charges and extradition to Alabama. The four-year-old daughter has been located and is safe and unharmed. A Senate bill may be approved in the last few days of the Alabama legislative session that would limit the ability for towns and municipalities to set up speed traps in order to bring in large amounts of revenue through tickets and fines. One of the bill's sponsors for SB 282 is Chris Elliott. That state senator spoke with 1819 News Jeff Poor on Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. Elliott says it's not about limiting law enforcement from catching speeders or even traffic violations. But rather to remove uh, the profit incentive, if you will, after a certain level. So the legislature is basically saying, look, if, if more than 10% of your annual budget is derived from writing traffic citations, then that's probably unhealthy and that's more than it needs to be. And what we found through our research really across the state was only a very few, a handful, um, probably less than a dozen when all is said and done, would fall into that category that are really probably the ones that, 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 need, that need to be curtailed. Um, and you find all too often... HydraFest is coming up soon in Lake Guntersville. Tickets are already on sale for the June 25th and June 26th event. This will be the 60th anniversary of the event in which a record 200 mile per hour world speed in powerboating was achieved by Roy Duby. The racing will take place on Browns Creek along Sunset Drive. Single-day passes are $15 and $20 for the weekend. You can find out more by going to explorelakeguntersville.com. 
For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, six people are dead and many others injured after a shooting occurred in Sacramento, California. That shooting happened at 2 a.m. on Sunday morning in the downtown area of the city. Police say multiple gunmen were involved in the incident and the gunfire broke out after a fight first occurred on the streets. A total of 18 people were hit by the gunfire with six people dying. Police are asking for the public's help in finding all of those involved. The U.S. Supreme Court will be hearing oral arguments this week that come from a case in Wisconsin. The issue is regarding the state defining a religious school in order to provide or not provide transportation aid. The Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty is involved in the case. The battle involves the state refusing to bus private school students at St. Augustine, which is a Catholic school, unless they changed their name and did not put the word Catholic in it. The Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty says the 7th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals already ruled in favor of St. Augustine and against the Wisconsin Department of Public Instruction for the policy they were enacting. However, the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty says they did not address a deeper core issue that is at stake here, and that's why they're going to the Supreme Court. What's at stake is whether or not government bureaucrats can withhold a benefit by imposing their own religious definitions on institutions. Two Republican House members are trying very hard to raise more and more awareness of the growing disaster at the southern border between the U.S. and Mexico. Representatives Chip Roy of Texas and Bob Good of Pennsylvania took to the House floor to discuss the issue between each other as opposed to delivering written-out speeches. Do you think that there is anything compassionate? When my colleagues on the other side of the aisle like to talk about their compassion for migrants who are seeking to come to this country. Do my friends think there is anything at all compassionate about a little girl Mm. getting raped in a stash house in Houston, Texas, as we speak, or being driven up and put into the sex trafficking trade up I-35 or across I-10 in the southern part of the United States, or trafficked to anywhere throughout the rest of this country? Do you think that's compassionate? Do 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 you think it's compassionate for a young woman to be getting shot up in a cartel warfare happening at South Texas happening along the Rio Grande in northern Mexico. Is that compassion? Is it compassion? What about the rape trees? We've been to the border. You've seen the, the little shoes all stacked up at the border. These are little children. And, and Representative Roy is absolutely right. And, you know, it's trophies. Can you imagine your little girls or somebody, anybody's little girls, their little girl panties hanging from a tree as a trophy. This is what my... This is what our colleagues on the other side of the aisle refuse to acknowledge. Like it's not happening, like it never happened. But it's happening every single day. Somebody, somebody's got to do something about it. Is it compassionate for the young man or young woman of the, of the 100,000 or so last year who died from drug overdoses to take Xanax and it be laced with fentanyl and die? Is that something that is compassionate? my friend from Virginia. Do you think these are compassionate things to be doing? The number one killer of Americans between age 18 and 45 last year was drug overdoses. And yet we're allowing dangerous drugs, the most dangerous drugs, fentanyl and other dangerous drugs, to stream across the border. The only way you get across the border, the Mexican border in the United States, is to pay the Mexican crime cartels. Border Patrol and the local sheriffs will tell you, if you try to cross apart from the cartels, they'll kill you. You come either beholden them, essentially an indentured servant, 
with pledge of your family back home if you don't have the cash up front. They will kill your family if you don't pay. Or you work it off. You work it off by trafficking drugs across or trafficking children or trafficking women across the border. Nothing compassionate about that. And I, look, I, I just think, I think we got about a minute and a half left. I, I would just say, and I thank my friends for joining me down here on the floor, that this is a solvable problem right now. Again, this could be stopped right now. It could be stopped right now. This hour. This hour, this moment. But where is President Biden? Where is Secretary Mayorkas? Other than purposely ignoring the laws of the United States to endanger the American people and the migrants who seek to come here. Where are they? And why shouldn't we be impeaching Secretary Mayorkas for failing to faithfully execute the laws of the United States, causing death and destruction to Americans' property and to American people in the form of drug overdoses and in the form of the endangerment of our citizens and, again, the migrants who seek to come here? Former President Donald Trump is given a win when it comes to challenging the election results from 2020. A federal court ruled against the NAACP and its lawsuit towards Donald Trump's campaign and the Republican National Committee. The lawsuit was trying to stop any challenges to the vote count in several swing states, claiming it was an attempt to disenfranchise voters. These voters turned out either in person or through mail-in ballots through the efforts of Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg with the use of millions of dollars that targeted specifically Democrat-heavy counties. The judge ruled that Donald Trump and the RNC did not violate the Voting Rights Act as alleged in this lawsuit. However, the lawsuit is not completely dismissed since there are other claims of violations that the judge must rule on further. World Wrestling Entertainment's The Undertaker was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Mike Calloway has been with the WWE for over 30 years now as The Undertaker. Calloway delivered a speech for this massive award but not as his WWE character, but as Callaway himself. He thanked his wife, who is also a former wrestler. <laughs> I think the greatest thing that you've ever done for me, though, is restore my relationship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In most recent years, Callaway's wife, Michelle, convinced her husband, The Undertaker, to attend a church in Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to catch host Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he talks about Biden bucks. So there's, there's the spending that is being touted and contemplated by the Biden administration. Now, how are they doing this? Um, deficit spending, first of all, that's happening. But yet, if you, if you listen to Biden give his speech, which I know it's hard, but sometimes you just got to do it. But if you listen to Biden give his speech and the talking points that come out of it, they are reducing the deficit. They're going to reduce the deficit by more than a trillion dollars over the next 10 years. Okay, a trillion dollars over the next 10 years. That's a drop in the bucket in Washington speak. All right. However, they say they're doing it. How is it they are spending more, but yet reducing the deficit? That can only happen if you project increased revenues. That's why, according to CNBC, storyline dated March 28th, the Biden proposal uh, purports to raise the corporate tax rate from 21 to 28%. So there you go, tax and spend. That's exactly what that is. We need to spend more money. How do we spend more money? Well, we got to have more money to spend. 
Well, not always. Don't we just print it sometimes? Well, sure we do. I'll tell you what, though. We can't keep printing money. We can't print fast enough. Let's go ahead and um, let's collect some more. Collect some more? What do you mean? We're going to raise taxes. Oh, boy. That'll give government more money to spend. You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org. Remember, as you are enjoying the daily detail, that you can get those reports directly to your phone or electronic device by simply subscribing on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.